listening to a podcast on the Black Fur Network. like these with me sj me paul me chris episode four the delphi murders on february 13th 2017 abigail williams and liberty german were dropped off at a local hiking trail in their hometown of delphi indiana when the girls failed to meet liberty's father around 3 15 pm concerns grew for the girls safety they were reported missing at 5 30 pm that same day Following an extensive search by law enforcement and local townsfolk, 24 hours later, the girls' bodies were found a quarter of a mile from where they started their walk. And now we'll discuss crimes like these. Right, Paul, it's your choice. Yeah. um, So this case is one of, you know, somehow, sometimes you've come across something that just gets its hooks into you. Mm-hmm. And this has literally every hallmark for me that made me listen. And I've, I've been following it right from the start, pretty much. Um, so on the 13th of February 2017, Abigail Williams and Liberty German, uh, they were on a snow day. So in uh, Delphi, I don't know if it's all of Indiana, but Delphi, they have so much snow in the winter that they have built-in snow days in school. So if it doesn't snow they still get the days. so Pretty sweet. That's yeah, cool. it's, it's really good. <laughs> so this was a, a snow day. It was a like a, um, an extra day off. And because it was such a nice and sort of unseasonably warm day in February and the schools were out, they decided to go hiking around the trails around Delphi, which were like their big tourist attractions even. Like even out-of-towners travel there to walk these trails and – stuff like that they're massive amongst the community like all the high school kids go out there and probably get high and drink and whatnot <laughs> we all had those places oh yes um so the two girls went walking that day they'd been there before but uh yes yeah, sadly they didn't come back um they walked to a bridge known as the Monon High Bridge, which was a disused railway bridge. It hadn't been used since like 1980 or something. It's like the bridge. It remind when I saw a photo of it. It reminds me of the one in Standby Me. I knew you was going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> same. Yeah, except more <laughs> derelict. <laughs> yeah, more derelict. Yeah, the yeah. way you describe it. Um, yeah, because it's been disused for so long. Um, it's practically falling apart, isn't it? Yeah. That's- some of the sleepers are missing, so there's massive yeah. gaps, and yeah. like it's seventy feet off the ground, yeah. and there's a river that runs underneath it. Um, for me, I'm terrified of heights. I would not yeah. walk across that bridge. There's, there's no, yeah, I don't think I would <laughs> no, but it but it didn't phase the two girls. Um, so I think Liberty German had been there before. From from here on out, we're going to refer to them as Libby and Abby because that's what yeah. they're sort of affectionately known as in the news. Um, yeah, Libby was uh, sort of a brave little girl. She would do um, to do anything. She was, you know, pretty game. 
And I think the other the other, other girl, Abby, she was her best mate, so they were like, you know, thick as thieves. Oh, well, let's go through a little timeline first, and then I'll, I'll get into that. So, yeah. um, they were they were driven out there by Libby's sister, Kelsey German. How much older is she? She was only a couple of years older, wasn't she? Yeah, I think she's yeah. she was like seventeen, I think. Um, Libby's grandfather, Mike Patty, went to pick them up later in the day, I think around 5.30, uh, and they weren't in the designated meeting place where they were supposed to, where he was supposed to pick them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he called their grandmother, his wife, uh, Becky Patty, uh, said basically they're not there, you know, what do we do? Um, they sent out a small search party, I believe, couldn't find them, so they called the police. Uh, eventually it started getting dark. There were a lot, a lot of people out searching for them. Like, I think, I think there were like a hundred people or more yeah, out searching for these girls. Yeah. Cause it's quite a small town, isn't it? Yeah. 3000 like, people. Yeah, yeah. And pretty much everybody knows everybody else kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. If you, Cause I Google, if you, did you Google map? Yeah, it's a very small town, but Deer Creek is huge. Yeah, it is. And it's just, you can, you would, it's so easy to get lost in there. There's, is it bigger you know, than the town itself? Yeah. It's massive. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot. lot okay. Deer Creek just winds, because originally I just looked for the Monon Mon- Mon- Bridge, mm. uh, but you can follow Deer Creek forever. It just mm. goes on and on forever. And it's yeah, just Deer Creek, I think it turns trees into, trees. I think it turns into, is it the Erie Creek? or yeah. Which is so mm-hmm. fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so there's there's, a hundred or more people out searching, including the police, the local fire service, who were all volunteers, by the way. Uh, they couldn't find them. Uh, eventually, the search was called off. This is pretty controversial, um, and a lot of people lay the blame on the police chief, Jill, um, Tobe Lesenby, for calling the search off. But the reason he did is because most of the fire fire service of the town, most of the cops even, are all volunteers. Mm. they've all got other full-time jobs. So the, the official search was called off. So there was yeah. still a lot of people out searching. Yeah. Mm. Um, one, of the, one of the girls was scared of the dark as well, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, that's, that's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, that's what I think her sister, Kelsey, said. Yeah. That she was, they because they thought they'd just gotten lost out there by yeah. this point. Mm. So they said, like, it's horrible because, yeah, uh, Abigail, I think, was was scared of the mm. dark, and to think of them out there, it was getting cold. It was February. Mm. Yeah, they didn't take jackets with them, which was another thing. Mm. Eventually, the, the the search was called off officially, and they re regrouped at six thirty, I think, the next morning. Yeah, it was very early. It was it was like yeah. dawn basically? Yeah, it, it was mm. the first light. So yeah. as soon as they could get out there, um, they eventually came across the bodies i think 12 30 sort of mid midday yeah it was around midday wasn't it which is around about the time not well no what time did they get there i think it was about it was the afternoon wasn't it i think they the got day there before around, yeah when yeah. they got there originally it was like 1 30 in the afternoon wasn't yeah. it oh it was 3 30 that the grandfather was supposed to pick them up i've just remembered yeah. so yeah they had been over 24 hours um, yeah, and they found they found the two girls' bodies at twelve thirty. And it was day. it was a volunteer that found them, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't and, like an, a law enforcement or anything no, like that. Was no, it? it was a volunteer, and he found them by zooming in on his phone because uh, they mm. obviously it's thick woods woods there. 
Yeah. Uh, and he had to zoom. He zoomed. He was zooming in on areas to sort of get a better look, and he found them that way, laying in a, in a depression, like a a bowl a almost. Ditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was only a quarter of a mile from the Monon High Bridge too. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like far, but I suppose if you you know when you're in that kind of environment, you know, grass and trees and yeah. and everything, I suppose that's that's a substantial area. It's even Especially more substantial. It was. It's even more substantial when you think that someone had to control two teenage mm. girls yeah. for quarter of a mile. Yeah. Assuming they were killed where they were found. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you're talking about that. That's a pretty big crime scene. Yeah. Well, they a say it was. A it's a massive crime scene. Yeah, because yeah. it goes from the bridge to yeah. where the bodies were found and a lot of the surrounding yeah. sort of area. Um, the police are so tight-lipped as well about mm-hmm. – um, th- so they haven't released how the girls were killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the people – And there's odd signatures, wasn't there? Four, at least. It was the four? Yeah. So oh, they wow. say the killer left four signatures, yeah. which, which can be a lot of different things, like from the way maybe he positioned the bodies. Yeah. There's a big, big thing online um, that su- that – suggests that the signatures were words or possibly just one word repeated not written somehow um but that's just online gossip that's not yeah i came across quite a few things on online and it's obviously pure speculation isn't it you know there's because as you say the cops haven't released cause of death they haven't really we haven't released anything no. at all what they have what they did say is um that the crime scene was particularly gruesome yeah and that they can't unsee it yeah so that i mean you could take that how you like mm. i suppose they small, t- small that, town they haven't come across yeah. anything like that before no. particularly you know with it being kids as well yeah, you know. well, that's one of the reasons they haven't released uh, the information. Mm. They've, they've given multiple reasons. One of them is they said they don't want, like, sort of, they want don't want to trigger copycats and things like that. Um, yeah. And because of the emotion involved in the case, they didn't want to be completely inundated with, you know, it turns into witch hunts and things like that, which and, it has anyway. Yeah, yeah, because like people started Facebook groups and stuff like that, yeah. and they were doing the side by side comparison of the first sketch that there was released yeah. and they were you know comparing it to you know local people in the town and stuff the like police that. chief yeah. yeah the police chief yeah um yeah, yeah they wanted to another thing the, the main thing they always want to have is to is to have a, a series of uh of evidence that only them and the killer could possibly know you then eliminate any outside parties. Exactly, yeah. But that, that's what they say the reason is for withholding so much information. Yeah. Mm. So when it goes to trial, if it ever goes to trial, that they will it will just be cut and dry, basically. But yeah. the most intriguing part of this story, um, if that's the right way to put it, probably isn't, um, is that there is – well, Libby managed to take fun video of the guy. An audio. An audio, yeah. So there's a a small video that they've released. It's literally a second or two long Mm. of the guy walking across the bridge towards the girls. Now, listeners, if you can picture the bridge, go and Google it. There was nobody else out there. Like Mm. these two girls were alone, like 13 and 14. 
Can you imagine looking up across that bridge and seeing a man walking across it towards you? And uh, another thing we should explain is that the end of the bridge that the girls were at, once you've crossed the bridge, it's a dead end. It's a dead yeah. end, isn't it? There's yeah. nowhere to go. You have to come back across the bridge. Yeah. So the only thing they could do was what they did do, film the guy, because... Mm-hmm. I felt like they suspect that they knew something was up. Like, why was this guy crossing the bridge towards two teenage girls? Mm. Like, Chris, put yourself in that position. If that was you, if that was me, and I was out there walking, which I do, I go country walking a lot, especially yeah. this last year, everyone has. Yeah. Um, if I was walking across a bridge like that and I saw two teenage girls at the other end, I would turn around and yeah. go back the other way. Yeah. yeah. Because well, I wouldn't want to freak them out. And I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not trying to scare anybody. So there's a reason that man was yeah. walking across the bridge towards those girls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even on the the second or so video that they showed of him walking, you only see him take sort of two and a half steps. But that third step that he's about to take, you can see that his feet are angled towards that ca- towards the camera, towards yeah. the yeah. girls. Yeah. Yeah. So you could already see that he's making a beeline for them, yeah. even yeah. in that short, yeah. short video. Yeah, I mean, so the reason that they knew the girls were on the bridge is because I th- one, I think Libby again had yeah. s- sent a Snapchat picture yeah. of Abby walking yeah. across the bridge. Mm-hmm. Now that photograph, to me, is the one that really makes my skin crawl because mm-hmm. when you look at that photograph of Abby walking across the bridge they're near the end of the bridge. So that man is somewhere in those woods behind. Like, yeah. Because it happened so soon after that photograph was taken yeah. that he's you can't see him, but you know that he must be there. Like whenever I look at that picture, I'm looking in the background for it. Yeah. Like I've I've screen capped that picture and zoomed right into the background. <laughs> so I'm I, sure yeah. a million other people were yeah. too. Yeah. It's just so creepy. Yeah. Do you um, think? Do you think it implies local knowledge? That's what the police say. Yeah, so they are yeah. convinced that he either lives there, or has lived there, or works there. Because yeah. it's quite a remote. I know it's fairly close to the town, but it's quite a remote area. It's you and I would very easily get lost in amongst all that. So you must, you know, he's got a way. He's got to have a way in, and to be doing that, he's got to have a way out. This is the other thing too. Like it shows a level of. I don't know, fearlessness, that he killed those girls Mm. in broad daylight in the middle of the afternoon in a place that was busy with walkers. Yeah. And two girls too, not just one, two. Which which brings me to another spine-chilling point that actually breaks my heart. Mm. Um, One of those girls must have had to have seen the other one murdered. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that or, is hard, or at least though. subdued. There is a, there's a. I read yeah. something that they, they may have speculated because there was a point at which they went, would have had to either be near to or cross water or yeah. escape over water, and there was a hint that maybe he'd stabbed one and carried the other or something yeah. like that. And so, yeah. So I know they found an item of clothing in the river. One of the girls' jackets, I believe, yeah. or jumpers in the river, yeah. which suggests that they he probably took their clothes off which is horrifying if we play the audio now
The police have said that is one guy. It's one guy that says those two things, guys down the hill, but not necessarily in that as a sentence. So yeah. guys was probably said separate. Yeah. So I don't know. My speculation may have been that that was more of a greeting, mm. like guys, and then the down the hill was after he had taken control of the situation. Yeah. In yeah. my head, the use of the word guys puts it as an age demographic to that as well you know like, possibly you, yeah it, but i don't know many people older than me really that yeah but when i mean that's america i don't know yeah. i yeah, don't know how things yeah. yeah i mean their vernacular is very different to ours mm-hmm. so who knows <laughs> but it does it the, sounds like a very young voice though considering see, the first me. see i mean considering the first sketch that they put out looked a lot older than Much the second older. sketch. Yeah. But also when you compare those sketches to the audio as well, I think it does fit the younger the younger sketch the younger second sketch. So when they made the uh the the second sketch, they suggested that he was and this is wildly spaced out. They mm. said the age range was between eighteen to forty. Yeah. I mean, they may as well have just said, "This is a man, and he is an age." Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a white man. That's that's literally yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but that to me, that's not the voice of an eighteen-year-old. See, I think it does sound young. Do you think? But when but but when you see the video of him walking, it looks like an old man. Yeah, uh, but the other thing is with the walk is that you've also got to remember that he's walking across railway sleepers that are spaced yeah, out. Yeah, his, his yeah. gait isn't going to be natural, no. is it? So yeah. he's walking mm. to the uh, the bridge, basically. Yeah, basically, right, yeah. The way the bridge would allow him to walk. Mm-hmm. So they have audio, they have video, they, they have, have DNA, they have, they have uh, a, a partial fingerprint. They have a parked car. They have a parked car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they don't have is an arrest. Yeah. Yeah. No one's ever been arrested. No. Um, which is, which is just you can't fathom it, can you? You know, all this evidence, particularly audio and video. I mean, how often do you get that? Yeah. Never. During a crime, it's. On, um, practically unheard of, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. To, and to think, like, the fact that she had the presence of mind to record this guy, yeah. like, bewilders me. Like, I don't think I'd have thought to do that. Yeah, yeah there's... I I did read something um, and watched a YouTube video um, that said there's allegedly two minutes of audio video. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she must and- have put that phone in her pocket. Yeah, that's that's what the the theory. Because they is. found it separate to the body, so she she yeah. must have thrown that into the woods. Yeah. Like, what the hell? How clever is she? Like, I know when if I was, I mean, being thirteen or fourteen, I wouldn't have thought of that. No, nope, I wouldn't have thought of it now. I don't think. No. But then again, on I mean, uh, I don't want this to sound sexist, but as a man, I wouldn't <laughs> have felt the threat that they yeah. would have felt. Yeah. yeah. From, from that side of it, knowing they've got two minutes of audio, I'm not actually surprised I haven't released a lot because I'm not sure I'd want to hear a lot of the audio. No, I know the no. families have heard it. Yeah. The families yeah. have seen uh, everything. Yeah. But, yeah, that must have been 
quite disturbing to say yeah. the least. Yeah. Yeah, the signatures baffle me as well. I mean, it could be anything as well, couldn't it? Yeah. I mean, signatures can be mutilation, dismemberment, any absolutely anything, and it could be done before, during, or after the yeah. actual yeah. murder. The worrying thing is, like, you people don't just get up one day and kill two girls. <laughs> yeah, no. exactly. So he's either done it before mm. or he's done it since. Yeah. And as well, I mean, it's a, it's a hell of a swing to just go out there on the off chance and do that. I know there's a lot of theories yeah. about the fact he'd actually contacted these girls. That's, almost, yeah, that's what it, I've... Yeah. almost set it up. He so. lured them out there, possibly. Yeah. Like, they'd yeah. gone out there to meet somebody. Sort of catfishing them. Yeah. Surely there'd be evidence on one of their phones, though. Exactly. exactly. Plus, the um, sister yeah. Kelsey and the grandmother and all the rest of the family all say that um, they wouldn't have done that. Then they weren't those kind of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They definitely I mean, wouldn't I mean, have done that. Unless he is genuinely an opportunist. I mean, I mean, it's not like, it's not beyond the realms of possible. I mean, yeah, it's definitely not. Podcast, Peter Curtin just went out on the hunt. Sure. No yeah. idea what he was and, I mean, it's a popular place for kids to go. Yeah. So he was highly likely to have found a target, so to speak. Mm. Um, but th there's also a speculation that maybe he chose the location so he knew where he was going to do it, but then was just waiting for yeah. victims to sort of fall into his lap. Yeah. Mm. I think it's like, you know, kind of like wrong place, wrong time. Very yeah. much so. Kind of situation, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he'd even follow, knew somehow... That, mm. that they were going to be there. Yeah, or if there's a specific trail that leads to that. I mean, it could be, you know, the amount of people that are hiking and just walking around and walking dogs, you could blend in fairly easily with those people just wandering yeah. around for a hike. But you could, for all you know, you could do that every day. Yeah. On a I mean, path, and yeah, as soon as somebody exactly. goes down that one path, you go, okay, they're heading for the dead end. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. specifically called the Mon and High Bridge Trail, so that trail leads to the bridge. Yeah. Mm. But the... The description they got, like the second sketch, came from eyewitnesses. Yeah. From the area who mm -hmm. saw a guy. Yeah. So it's just it's mind blowing. Yeah. So the guy whose property they were found on, his house was searched. Um, he yeah. was obviously a suspect. He was cleared. Um, the reason he was cleared, actually, strangely, is that he was uh, in court for a DUI. Something <laughs> that day, so luckily for him, yeah. Um, and there, what there have been a few other suspects. Um, a man named Paul Etter, mm -hmm. who was wanted for kidnapping and rape of a 26-year-old woman. Um, he killed himself in a shootout with police. Mm. Um, I'll get to. The next guy in a minute, Thomas Bruce, um, who formerly worked as a pastor. He was charged with fatally shooting one woman and sexually assaulting two others. But both of those guys sexually assaulted grown women. Yeah. That's yeah. quite a jump uh, yeah. from the other two. Um, Charles Eldridge was another. He was arrested on charges of child molestation and child solicitation. So mm. that's that one seems more likely. But the biggest suspect is a man named Daniel J. Nations, yeah. who was a registered sex offender and was familiar with the area. He'd shot at a cyclist or something, which is quite bizarre. Like, he is the main sort of suspect online. Yeah. 
Actually, I think recently a new suspect popped up. Uh, there's a Facebook group. I no longer have Facebook, so I don't have access to it. Yeah, so uh, there's also a good Reddit thread on this and that. Oh, is there? Yeah, really good. I love one. a Reddit thread. You end up oh, like yeah, in a black hole, don't you? Yeah, everyone putting their theories in and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I read a couple of things saying that um, I don't know how much truth there is to it or, or what, but um, the majority of the violence was directed towards Libby. Yeah, that's what I also heard, yeah. Um, which is, which makes you think, is it a targeted attack? Yeah, or maybe yeah. from what we know of Libby already, maybe she put up more of a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, um, especially if, she, you know, Abby seemed to be a lot smaller than her. Yeah, much smaller. So maybe quieter. she's protected, yeah, protecting her, yeah. Yeah, Libby was quite, uh, they made a point of saying about how active Libby was, like yeah. around the court. Yeah. Soccer and, yeah. yeah, fiercely loyal by all yeah. accounts. Because um, I know that everyone everyone like says, oh, Libby's a hero, she recorded it, etc. But her own sister says she, she feels like they were both, like, brave like because they wouldn't have left mm. each other they were so close yeah. like they wouldn't one wouldn't have left the other mm. yeah it just makes it all the more harrowing doesn't it it really does yeah i mean i just it just blows my mind that nobody's been arrested for it yeah i mean that's some control that he had he obviously had a weapon he must have had yeah. a weapon of some sort whether it was a gun a knife whatever yeah. he must have had something to co- to control them yeah. They appeared. knew him. Yeah. yeah, or they knew him, yeah. Yeah. Well, he yeah. certainly appeared. I mean, it's only, it only a second or so of footage, but I, I watched it, I, God knows how many times. Yeah. He yeah. certainly appeared to have stuff in his coat. Yeah, because his hand like, is in his pocket, isn't it? Yeah, he had a whole load yeah. of stuff yeah. inside yeah. his coat, it looked like. There's a speculation it was a kill kit. Oh really? And also yeah. Maybe a change of clothes. Or exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because yeah. that's what I mean. The um, I know they haven't released how the girls were killed or anything like that, but the police specifically said that he would have been covered in blood, so he couldn't have like, although they they think he went out the back way, right, Chris? Because there was a car, mm. there was car parks. Yeah. Because originally they thought, um, because there is actually, if you know the area well, you can cut through to a train station as well that's fairly close yeah. by. So, but he, again, he wouldn't have done that caked in blood. Exactly. Uh, you know, exactly. Whether, he, whether or not the car was his, I'm assuming it is. Otherwise, I wouldn't have kept this. If it wasn't his, I would have released it. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, um, yeah. But the fact that he left the car, that's the thing. Yeah. That's could weird. Have, he could have dumped his bloody clothes. If he did have a change of clothes, he could have dumped the bloody clothes in the river. Yeah, that's true. Although I feel like they might have found them. Yeah, Maybe. Because um, I know that yeah, maybe. when they were looking for the girls, they had some bloodhounds coming in from another county to help search yeah. for the girls. But when they found the bodies, they cancelled the dogs. Yeah. And uh, the guy in charge of the investigation says that that was the biggest mistake he made. Really? If he could, yeah, if he could go over it again, he would have kept the dogs coming. But he didn't. He cancelled it. Was that Doug Carter? Yes. No, it was like a Lesenby, I believe. Oh, is it Lesenby? Yeah, because he he took early control. I yeah. think Car- Car- Doug Carter was my favourite. Me had, too. Oh. That man is terrifying. Like the the press conference <sighs> when they revealed oh, he was the so second scary. sketch. Fuck Jesus. Hell. 
it's the way he looks up at the crowd when he says, um, you may be here. Yeah. yeah. And he looks at the crowd. <laughs> and I'd be terrified. Even, like, I, even if I hadn't done it, I'd be terrified in that audience. He yeah. means business, that man. Yeah. Like, he's so much authority. He's, he's so careful with his words and the language that he uses and the yeah. tone of his voice and his whole demeanor. He was absolutely terrifying in that yeah. press conference. Yeah. And the fact that he addresses the killer directly. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely I love, love that. It's, it, it gives me chills watching yeah, it. Yeah, it gave me goosebumps when I was watching it. Yeah, like one Absolute of the reports, they, I think they say on the podcast that she thought that when he put the mic down that he was going to go into the audience and get yeah. somebody. He's <laughs> <laughs> very, very canny about how he does it, though. It's, it's, he it's, is very, it's brilliant. He's brilliant. Very calculated. <laughs> because, uh, you know, in the vast majority of cases, killers, you know, whether or not serial killers or not, um, they love the notoriety, and he completely yeah. erases that. This guy has no notoriety. Right. He's not, not releasing anything on this guy, so uh, he, yeah. he's still a nobody, and that's going to yeah. really eat away at him. Yeah, I like the way he says, um, uh, we know that you want to know what we know, and yeah. one day yeah. you will. Yeah. Oh. And that's literally, he left it at that, didn't he? And then yeah. he just walked off. Yeah. No, no questions. That was it. I'm off. See you later. Yeah, he's, 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 he's the man. He's yeah. probably got a lot to think about with regards to obviously, like there's a there's a I think there may be a public safety element to to this as well. You know, if he if he released a name in a press conference that was a, a, a suspect and he was local in that area, the depth mm. of feeling in that town they'd lynch the bastard. They yeah. would, yeah. It would be a witch hunt. It, it would, would absolutely be a witch hunt. I know they um, they executed a search warrant at a house just outside of town. Which turned out, which came to nothing, um, but he had to make a public statement to tell people that the guy was not a suspect. Yeah, because obviously the town mm. just went crazy. Yeah, because the grandma Becky Patty and Mike Patty, they both say like they walk around town just staring at people. Like, yeah. was it you that did it? <laughs> you wouldn't be able to help yourself though, would yeah. you? No, you would not. You just wouldn't. Because when they start, when they release the second sketch and like the age range lowered. Um, mm. And they started pulling people in, like we're after, like people tips were coming in, and they were pulling younger people in. A lot of Libby's sister, Kelsey's friends, were pulled mm. in, and they were saying to her, like, "Look, we did not do this." Like, yeah, a, they um, a lot of people went to the the police station, didn't they, to, to say themselves, yeah. to clear themselves and say it wasn't me. You can have my DNA to rule me out. You know, yeah. I mean, that's amazing and completely unheard of could you imagine people doing that in this country yeah no but small town america is a very different world to what we live in absolutely imagine the atmosphere in that school yeah broke well the fact that the um the like the trails like the that are famous all over the county are like Mm. they're no longer busy like such a shame yeah i suppose no nobody's going to you know, the Monon High Bridge or anything, you know, people are, they're not going to let their kids out after no. a certain time or definitely not on their own. So no. The day. I mean, it's like, I know that the police said they check all of the, because there's a like memorial out there where people leave yeah. letters and like teddy bears and things like that. Um, the police check those. Yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah, like weekly, just in case, because they think like the killer would be the sort of person to leave a letter. Yeah. Or something like that. 
which again suggests that it's uh you know it's not just a crime of opportunity it's not just mm. a an accident gone wrong or something like that yeah they obviously believe this guy's uh an intentional and potential serial killer yeah not potential mm. potential and, yeah we've, we've 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 talked about stuff like this before it it this sort of crime doesn't strike you as a first offence. No. There's a lot of escalation no. to read. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to go, obviously... To, um, to, you know, to, to just completely go straight to murdering two young children. With signatures. Yeah. I mean, surely that's premeditated. I would say so, You yeah. wouldn't just decide to leave signatures on the no. spot. Would you? Definitely you know, not. that's that's planned. And also, it would be very, very difficult con- to control and subdue two 13, 14 year old girls if yeah. you didn't have a weapon. Like, even if you strangled them to death, like when you're busy strangling one, the other one could run. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we don't know that that didn't happen and he didn't chase her down. We don't know. That. Yeah. I mean, he could have incapacitated one, knocked her out unconscious. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the only other thing that I thought. Yeah. That could have happened. Yeah, or he swiftly killed one of them. Yeah, shoot one and then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think he shot anyone. Yeah. That would be loud. People would have heard a gunshot. Yeah, people would have heard that. Guns are very, very loud, especially in that kind of area. Yeah. Yeah, and that would be unusual. People would remember that. Exactly. Gun- yeah. No one gunshot. mentioned the gunshot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's definitely. A, I would say. I would imagine. No, I don't bear thinking about. It, but yeah, it's definitely not a gun. Yeah. It's actually very frustrating that there's so little information. Yeah. yeah. And yet so much at the same time. <laughs> it's completely mental. Yeah, so they I think they've had over 40,000 tips yeah. called in. Um and recently recently as recent as April 2021, um they had um an anonymous donor of $100,000. Um, so the reward now is up to $325,000 for information that leads to an arrest and a conviction. It's yeah. scary that you would have to offer a reward, especially one that big, to turn in the killer of two young girls. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't even want that reward. No. No. So you keep it, build a memorial or something. Absolutely. Yeah. You'd give it to the, you'd want the families to have it. Yeah, give it to the families. Just yeah, give it to the families. Something. Yeah. Because um, I was watching the documentary earlier and uh, – they've kept Libby's bedroom the same as it was, but they haven't touched anything to the point where she was pestering her grand to paint her room purple. And she said, Oh, I didn't have time. So she did it herself. And the paint pot's still in the bedroom. It's heartbreaking, man. Yeah. Absolutely heartbreaking. It's like a time capsule, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, actually relatively confident. They'll get the guy though. the police, Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not like a like some of these cold cases you see, you know. When there was to... a there was a murder in the neighbouring state that was very similar, and they How looked they they looked into it as maybe being. Um, What's the neighbouring state? I can't remember. Ah, there you go. It was in Iowa. Iowa. Okay, so it's next state over. Yeah, yeah. it's next to Illinois. So it was linked to the case of. Um, Lyric Cook and Elizabeth Collins. Oh. Very similar. Um, very similar in a lot of ways, shall we say. Mm. And not discluding the fact there was two young girls again. Mm. 
Um, but I think they ruled it out as being linked. Strange. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. But there's a lot of strange things about this case, I think. It fe- it feels like yeah. there's a lot of things been summer, not covered up maybe, but like it feels like there's a spanner in the investigation somewhere. And they've yeah. deliberately not re- – that's why they've not released. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. you know, who knows? I'd just be speculating. But I have, mm. I have ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Which you might come up with yourself if you look into the case a little bit more. But I'm not going to say publicly. Well, it's not similar. Yeah, you know, they could by by keeping more secret. They if they put it things feels... out, and he can the guy might flee the state, makes it more difficult yeah. to find. Yeah. If he believes he's not been, he's not known. He will stay mm. in the area because it will be in his nature to keep an eye on the investigation. Yeah, well, it is yeah. in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah. but that, like another thing they were saying is, um, and in the press conference, I think they said it where um, they were trying to appeal to families, like you'll know that somebody has been behaving differently since these murders, changed their appearance, they're, you know, acting strangely, acting sort of quieter. But I don't think that's necessarily true because Mm. we're all aware of um, serial killers specifically people like dennis raider who had a mm. family a job and was just a perfectly normal human being yeah killed loads of people and never acted any different yeah mm. i mean and to have the capacity in you to kill two young teenage girls mm. i don't know if you would be acting differently maybe you don't feel the same way everybody else does yeah I mean, maybe there is no remorse there mm. But I find it hard to believe that that person hasn't done it again in four yeah. years. No. It does seem a bit odd that he would just do that one. Yeah, I mean, that would be exceedingly rare for someone to pop up, brutally murder two young girls and then... And, unless, it was, in, unless it was a targeted attack. But, but even then, I mean, for what reason? Could be anything. True. Uh, Could be anything. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I just don't, I don't, I find it, I would find it difficult to believe that a grown man would deliberately target a young girl, have enough rage to kill that person. Mm. And then, you know, that's, and they did say that they, they do believe it was sexually motivated. Yeah. Because of what they found at the scene. Mm. And mostly um, the FBI guy, I can't remember his name, the profiler fella. The profiler, yeah, yeah. He said that, it would fit this kind of murder. It's almost certainly sexually motivated. Yeah. Mm. And he's not going to be able to switch that stuff off. Mm -mm. It's just so weird. Yeah. I do do agree, though. I do think they will get him. You you would hope so. You would hope hope so, Let's let's be honest. You wouldn't want to be this guy going inside because word (laughs) got out what he had done. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> See, this is this is what I think though. I mean, how many times has it happened where they've, you know, somebody's been convicted on something else and then once they're inside they confess to something else. Yeah. Yeah. I and don't know. What, if... That's what makes me think that that's what's going to happen in this case. He's going to get caught yeah. doing something else. Yeah. And it's all going to come out when he's arrested and yeah. and interviewed. It could be something as mild as an indecent exposure or somewhere. Yeah. It, it usually is things like that. 
yeah yeah that's the escalation isn't it yeah because yeah. he must have been doing these things like yeah. think exactly escalation like it doesn't just start at 100 no <laughs> yeah no yeah. it's the thing he's like we know he's been parking the car how do we know he hasn't been parking his car once a week just watching people yeah on the yeah. trail Exactly. Doing God knows what to himself in the car while he's doing it. Yeah, or maybe he's been trying to get someone on that bridge for months, years. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, he just looks like a, a middle-aged man, yeah. like a generic middle-aged yeah. man. Just out for a, a stroll. Yeah. And even though it's kind of like um, Abby's mum in the documentary say, says, mm. like, look around, work boots and jeans. That's 90% of the people in yeah. Delphi. Yeah. <laughs> Another reason why they they'll think he you know he's from the town. Yeah, he's from the or lake. even work you know all works there. Yeah, they suspect that he lives there. Yeah, and the, the uh, sorry, what was the the cool police guy's name? Uh, Doug Carter. Doug Carter. He obviously <laughs> suspects. Not only does he live in Delphi, yeah. but he's closely following this. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's he's like the head of. He's superintendent, the isn't he? So he's like the head guy. of the uh, Indiana State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Lesenby is the town chief. Yeah, he's the town. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. It's difficult to get all the players in line. There's so <laughs> yeah. many Because there's the, uh, the DA as well is quite active in the case. That's a hell of a personality, a hell of a complex personality that, that if he is in the town, just he's just getting on with his life, surrounded yeah. by all this stuff and just getting on with his life. It's just... Yeah. But they see this is the thing that gets me right is because that he believes he clearly believes that that guy is local, right? Yeah. They even said it, but then it, you know, he's addressing someone in the audience. The audience. That's. It's so scary to think that this guy is just there. Do you know what I mean? He's, he could mm, be living yeah. next door to you. He could be like, especially if you've got kids. Yeah. yeah. He's literally in plain sight. I'd have yeah. moved moved out of town. If I had kids, I would have moved out of town. Definitely. I mean, would you want Doug Carter on your ass? Do you no, know what I mean? Definitely Fuck not. You know. <laughs> but I'm glad he's on the case. And me, and me. I'm glad, I'm glad he's on the case as well. Yeah, that, I mean, that press conference is well worth watching. Absolutely. Like, I mean, if you're listening to this and you're anything like me, you'll be already have Googled all the players, the <laughs> locations and everything else you can find about it. For me, yeah. this, uh, I, I find this case a really a harrowing case. This was really tough to watch and, and listen mm. to. As somebody who's got, well, I've got three daughters. One's 20, but the other two are, are 15 and 13. And yeah. they're, they're, that's Close to home for you, isn't it? So no conclusion to this one, unfortunately, because no. it's still still an active active case with, yeah. with no arrest or anything. So Our first unsolved. Dear listeners, if you want a really comprehensive look into this case, go and listen to the Down the Hill podcast. It's long form like serial and the whole thing's about this case. It's really good. And they also turned it into a visual documentary if you're more of a visual person. So, Conviction Corner? Yes. Wow. Chris, do you want to, do you want to uh, talk about the one that you found? Uh, yeah, I found one. Oh, religion makes things do make people do bizarre things, doesn't it? Yeah, um, like uh, like go to church. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one, this is a guy called Huang. This is in China. 
uh, and uh, this guy Huang has been given a suspended death sentence, which I need to look into what a suspended death sentence is. So basically what's happened is he's had a relative die, and in accordance to their, their um, religion, they had to be buried a certain way. Uh, and obviously the funeral is going to be a different way. It was going to be cremated. So this guy has gone out and murdered a stranger, a complete stranger with Down syndrome, and swapped the bodies. Wow. And the, the guy's murdered has been cremated, and he's stolen the corpse of his relative to give it the burial he wanted. That's really weird. Couldn't he have just said, oh, that's not my religious practice? <laughs> I don't know. That's so, yeah. Don't forget this is China. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. He forced he, Mr. Huang forced Mr. Lin, his name was, to drink that baijui. Ever heard of that? No. It's a powerful grain alcohol until he passed out. He then placed him into the coffin and sealed it. I bet it's like book fast, isn't it? It's going to be like oh. some real super strong, disgusting alcohol, isn't it? <laughs> it says in that article, if you go down, it says. Um, so Huang was handed a uh, suspended death sentence in September last year um, and his appeal was dismissed by High Court. A suspended death sentence means if Huang does not reoffend in the next two years, he will get a commutation to life in prison. What? So he's not gone down for this? That's what it sounds like, yeah. That is mental. <laughs> I just so, said so, He's got a slap on the wrists. For killing someone and switching a corpse. Wow. Basically, wow. yep. Okay. <laughs> What's your one? <laughs> so, um, mine is um, a knife attack at Warner Brothers Studios in, uh, I think it's Leavesden. Watford, isn't it? Which is, is it what? Is that where it is, Watford? Yeah, I think so. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, yes, and yeah, because it's St Albans Crown Court. Yeah, I've been there like three times. Um, <laughs> oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, it's um, it's the Harry Potter studio. Yeah, yeah, it's it? the studio tour. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, right, that. okay. So, um, basically, um, a guy attacked uh, a stagehand during an argument at the film studio in June 2019, leaving him with a deep neck wound from which he was convinced he was going to die. Basically, um, he'd been holding a grudge um, against him uh, that came to a head during a tea break. He recalled that the <laughs> offender deliberately cut in front of him to take the last cup of tea. Um, when he went to confront him about his behaviour, the defendant accused him of being a grass and threatened to kill him. Yeah, I mean, if someone took uh, so... a cup of tea, you'd definitely knife him in the front. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I am a self-confessed um, tea snob, but Jesus Christ, that's that's taking it to another level. Um, so basically the victim thought he was merely going to punch him, but he basically went towards him with a Stanley knife and stabbed him in the neck, basically. Bloody hell. So, um, yeah, so he was convicted of wounding with intent um, on the 18th of March 2021, and he's going to be sentenced at the end of May. Welcome to England. Yeah, so I've found a couple of things that are coming out or have been confirmed um, in the world of uh, TV and cinema. Uh, so a couple of TV things. Um, HBO Max are doing The Staircase. Oh. 
Uh, Who's they're making a the TV owl? show of that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody subscribe to the owl theory? That anybody? <laughs> Listeners, let us I mean, know. It's such a crazy you to the owl theory uh, in the staircase. <laughs> yeah, so the staircase. Um, Colin Firth is playing Michael Peterson. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I think that totally works. Yeah, I'm, 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 all, I'm here for that all day long. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. Uh, so the other thing. Um, it's only just been announced, but Hulu are making it. So that's a streaming service in America, um, and it's going to be called The Girl from Plainville. And it's based on the documentary I Love You Now Die, which we I think we mentioned on the last episode. Yes, we did. Um, so Elle Fanning has just been cast as oh, Michelle no. Carter, um, which I think is really good. Yeah. Um, I really like Elle Fanning. I, I like both Fannings, yeah. They're... Yeah, so it's based on the documentary I Love You Now Die, which I think is still on Sky Crime. Uh, Elle Fanning has been cast as Michelle Carter, um, who was convicted of involuntary manslaughter against her boyfriend, Conrad Roy. Uh, by encouraging him to commit suicide uh, with messages via text and email. Yeah, um, Yeah, the document. I highly recommend the documentary. It's really, really good. So yeah, those are those are the couple of things that I found that are on the uh, on the small screen. So yeah, I think that's about it for 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 this week. Episode five is going to be next um yep. so um we ran uh, a poll on twitter and instagram uh with three options uh for uh listeners choice for episode five um so the three options were the amy mullis cornrake murder um skylar niece and the other one was jack rains so listeners have voted it's amy mullis so it's going to be the corn rate murder. Uh, well, I say murder. Yeah, allegedly. Alleged murder. <laughs> um, so that's going to be uh, episode five. So until next time, we are on social media, Twitter at Crimes Like and Instagram at Crimes Like These. It better have been Yorkshire um, because it's the I, only one worth stabbing someone over. <laughs> oh, no, I've got to categorically disagree with you there. That, oh, no. um, Yorkshire, Not Tetley's, Yorkshire tea. No, 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 no. Yorkshire tea is the worst tea <gasps> ever. Sorry. Sorry <gasps> to people of Yorkshire. <laughs> well, this has been the last episode of Crimes Like These. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've uh, we've had not sorry, musical it's, differences, it's... but team differences. <laughs> <laughs>